Welcome back to the My Girl Stories podcast. I am your host, Miss Jasmine Diane, and I'm so, so, so excited to have you guys here. This episode is about the stages of grief and dealing with grief uh, in the present day. Uh, grief isn't anything anyone wants to experience. It is painful. The process is much like a roller coaster with zigzags and going upside down and your heart racing and you are trying to figure out, Jesus, when can I get off this ride? And it's complicated and it's difficult. And I am no expert um, at grief. I'm no therapist nor counselor, but I am a believer and I am someone who has dealt with grief and um, is dealing with grief and much of that grief is um, is a part of my ministry now so I'm gonna start by sharing the stages of grief um, some sources have five stages some have seven but I'm gonna share the five that I've talked about with my therapist and the five that I think are um, the same across the board. So the first stage of grief is denial and isolation. This is when something happens. Um, It could be a death. It could be a sickness. It could be a divorce. Um, It could be something else that you're grieving. Um, But just denying the fact that it happened or isolating yourself away from um, the reality. Second is anger. So being upset with people things, your own self, situations, God, you know, we get mad at everybody and everything sometimes when we're grieving because it feels like the only thing you have control over when grieving a lot of times. Um, this third stage of grief is bargaining. So, you know, maybe if this, this, this could work, if this happened or, um, God, you know, I will, you know, I will start going to church every Sunday if you save them, you know, things like that. Um, and then four is depression, um, which is very much so, you know, just, you just feel terrible, you know, you feel numb even, uh, or maybe you don't feel anything and you just in a place of, you just feel away and disconnected with yourself, with your body, your soul, your spirit, with your, with your people, with your, the things that used to make you happy aren't bringing you joy anymore the things that you once loved aren't calling your name anymore and then that fifth stage is acceptance and this is where you're like you know it happened um I know I can't go back and change it I don't know why it happened but I accept God's plan um and I'm okay with it you know it doesn't mean it feels good or you don't miss you know that person or that situation but it does mean you're in a place of um i would say it's healthy to accept the past because no no amount of denying it or um isolation or whatever will stop you uh or will stop the truth um i talked about this in one of my previous podcast episodes but this idea that you can't there's there's no amount of wishing and hoping and praying that can bring the past back, whether that's a, a moment in time or that's an old you or an old situation. You know, once it's over, it's over. And a lot of times we try to, you know, prove that we can be this person again. I felt like I was, you know, the greatest blogger, hustler, influencer, you know, five years ago because I was at 
all of the fashion shows, getting invited to events in Kansas City, going, you know, out of town, traveling, um, you know, and just really enjoying it. And that was the that was my life. That was my world. And sometimes I'm like, dang, I wish I could be that girl again. Right. It was very hard to become someone who could not just focus on myself and what I wanted in my career, my brand and what I thought was best for me, 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 me. But that is just the truth of where I'm at in life. And it's hard sometimes being a wife, you know, and being a leader um, in the church, in the community. And it's difficult, but God gives us grace to, you know, do everything he's called us to. I was speaking with a new friend and Kim, hey girl, if you're listening. Um, and I, she, I was kind of telling her everything I did and she said, uh, oh wow, you know, and I said, you know, I'm doing too much. And she's like, I believe God, you know, God gives you what you can handle. And I thought that was so powerful and so prolific. A lot of times when we get overwhelmed, it's like, Lord, now what is happening here today? How do we get here? What is the problem? What did I do wrong? But in actuality, the Bible says he won't put more on us than we can bear. And so when I think about grief and dealing with grief and, you know, the roller coaster that is grief, um, I just want to remind you that God is faithful and you can't handle it alone. But with God, you know, if God is with you, he's better than the whole world against you. So I encourage you to pray and to ask God to meet you where you are with your grief and know that trouble doesn't last forever. You can make it out. I promise things will get better. Finding joy in the memories is so important when you're grieving and appreciating the present. It is difficult sometimes to find joy in the memories. Um, I know when I first lost my grandfather, it was very hard to think about anything related to him, whether that was him making me breakfast in bed while I lived with him or whether it was him making it to my high school graduation, college graduation, um, his fat jokes, you know, all the things that he did that were special. It was hard to appreciate those but now I just crack up and I think a lot about what he would think about my life if he was still here what would he think about my marriage and me as a wife and just the way my husband and I are together like I think he would be so proud of us you know and I also find joy in thinking about the way you know he was so proud of me and I knew that Um, But even in his passing, you know, just the things people would say to remind me of that. Um, I find so much joy in those memories. And also just I'm proud that I got to spend a couple of years living with him after college. And then just the bond that we had my whole life. You know, my papa was such a special man. Um, And so when you think about grief or you're grieving, try to find some joy in that person or that situation, maybe a lesson you learned from that relationship, or maybe the recipes that your grandma, your big mama passed down, or maybe it was, you know, 
your mother passed away when you were young. You don't have any memories with her, um, but you can cherish those stories, you know, that your friends and family tell you about the type of woman that your mother was. And you can really relish in the fact that you are her seed and, you know, she's proud of you and she loves you and she loved you, you know, and the great thing is in life, God always replenishes, you know, we can look for, you know, there's, there's never going to be someone to replace say your mother or your father, um, truly, but there will be people who fill that void or help to fill that void. You just have to be open to accepting that, especially as you're grieving, it can be difficult, but God always replenishes and he blesses us with relationships and people. And a lot of times when we're grieving, it's easy to be a closed fist and not to receive from people, not to open ourselves up because we are hurt and we are trying to protect ourselves from wounds. I know myself when I first um, got married and, you know, we were engaged and just really, you know, sickness with my papa, everything going on. It was like, okay, I'm not talking to anybody about nothing, you know, just me and my husband, whatever, you know, and which, you know, for a time it works, but as life went on, I realized and he realized or pointed out to me, I need friends and I need family and I need people around me um, to lift me up and I need a therapist, you know, um, needed at that time, at least, you know, just somebody to, someone to bounce ideas off of, um, and just not to put so much weight on my spouse. There was this tweet that was like, your spouse, um, is not your therapist. And it's so true. Sometimes we put these, um, this, this, this notion is out there that our spouse is supposed to carry every weight and every burden that we have. And it's like, only God can carry the load that we have. If it's too heavy for you, what makes you think somebody else who is mere human, just like you can carry that weight? It's so important that you take accountability, responsibility and actions, um, take accountability and responsibility for your actions, for your thoughts, for your moods. You know, I mean, I, I'm preaching to myself as I'm talking, but it it isn't the other person's responsibility to carry the weight that only God can carry in your life. So I encourage you to, as you are grieving, to be open and honest with someone, um, a spouse, friend, you know, and also with yourself and whether that's journaling or writing or praying or, you know, just silence, whatever you need to do to be okay. That's what you need to do because you can't put the weight of your grief. You know, let's say your grief is a ton, you know, weighs a ton. You can't drop a ton on someone's back and say, oh no, this is why I'm doing all this. So, mm. Or I'm completely shutting down from everything else. You know, at for a time that does happen and it's natural, but you don't want to stay there. You don't want your grief to consume you. You know, you don't want your grief to take the place of your worship, to take the place of your um, hobbies, of your prayer life, of your fasting, of your um, activities that you do with your friends and your family, whether that's, you know, baking or acting or painting, or maybe it's cooking or sketching, um, or maybe you like to exercise or you like to coach, whatever the case is, don't let grief consume you so much that you are, 
not able to do those things. I truly believe that what we are good at and what we are great at can help us with our grieving process. Um, Going back to my story, I mean, just being able to be active in life and social has helped so much um, with my grieving process, you know, and realizing, you know, I am in the acceptance stage of grief. Took two years, you know, two whole years. Um, And I would say that first year um, was a lot of denial and isolation um, and anger Um, and depression, I would say, too. But it takes time to grieve. So we made it, y'all. I encourage you to trust the process to speak to a counselor or therapist um, about your feelings surrounding grief, to journal, to pray, to look for scriptures around grief and around joy and around happiness, you know, and focus on those because grief is a beast and it is hard to um, get through, but you can't go around it. You have to get through it and you can get through it. You can make it. I am a living testimony um, trust me. (laughs) So thank you for listening to the My Girl Stories podcast. This episode was all about dealing with grief. Make sure you check out some of our older episodes and some of our new episodes are coming every Sunday. We have new episodes. I am so, so, so happy that you stopped by. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at the Jasmine Diane and follow us at My Girl Stories podcast. Yes, we have an official Instagram. So excited. Thanks for listening. Bye, girl.